What's up, guys? Welcome back to episode 13. It is me, Jenna, your host, and Hannah, your co host. And we are joined with our guest, Ryan. Ryan, guys, from episode two, he is back. Things are going to get crazy today. I have no idea what we're going to talk about, but if he's sitting here, then it's going to be something super interesting, I'm sure. Sorry, you wanted something. Ryan, I'm going to rapid fire questions at you. Hannah and I are going to do that because you are the guest and that's just what happens. You're getting all the questions and you better have all the answers. Okay, I'm quick. Or else. <laughs> okay, what does a day in the life look like for you? Work, sleep, alcohol, <laughs> nicotine, <laughs> nothing else, no thoughts, n- nothing. Blank behind the eyes. Blank. Okay, Ryan, if you could give us a visual, uh, no, a mental tour of your room, what would it look like? Go. Walk up the stairs. Okay. Go go to the right. You'll see a bed. Oh. That's where I make love. (laughs) On the side tables, Himalayan salt lamps. Hippie bitch. (gasps) Go further to the right. There's an old dilapidated fucking TV stand slash dresser. Turn to the left from there. You're going to see a desk that's put together backwards. I'm envisioning I'm gay. it. Yeah, I'm not. <laughs> I'm I, I literally have no idea where we are right now. Totally lost. It's fine. I'm, we're, we're eyes are closed. We're envisioning. Okay. So again, the desk is backwards. I can't build. I'm not a carpenter. Fuck. Okay. So above that, we see shelves. They're a little bit crooked. <laughs> I don't really know how to hang things. I just kind of put the nails in and then I hang it. And if it's crooked, it's crooked. It's staying that way. There's little plants on it. They're so cute. My little socks, they're so good. But they're fake because I can't keep them alive. There's more little Himalayan salt rocks. Um, uh, uh, Is there uh, a bathroom upstairs? What's going on? A closet? What's happening? Oh, shit. Go back to the stairs. Okay, Okay, start over. Okay, Okay. so now we're going to the left. We see a bathroom above above the mirror, the medicine cabinet. There is a little, a a cute little plaque. It says, um, we roll here or something. It's a little piece of toilet paper. It's so cute. Um, (laughs) On the back of the toilet, there's more little socks. Um, they just really make the place look alive, but they're also fake. So it doesn't really matter. Um, (laughs) there's a little heater. Most apartments don't have these, but it's really awesome. It runs my electric bill up really high. Um, and then there's really bad water pressure in the shower. Um, uh, that's all. Okay, okay. Awesome. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Chicken quesadilla today. It's okay. Chicken quesadilla and two churillis. It's okay. And two... Oh, I thought you said churillis. And I was like, are you Hispanic? What is that? <laughs> no, I'm Italian. <gasps> Spaghetti. Ew. Just kidding. Ew. I'm just kidding. I love Italian. Okay, thanks. They have really dark skin, which you are tan. What about it's chicken fake. parm? Is that not a real Italian thing? What about Olive Garden? Yes, oh, Olive Garden. No, fuck Olive Garden. That is so overrated. <laughs> You don't know good food until you spent $200 for Ryan, two people. Ryan, who is your hero? Oh my god, Ariana Grande, you dumb bitch. <laughs> oh, Ryan! <laughs> oh no. Okay, Ryan. This isn't rapid fire enough. What, what are some ways you like to unwind after work? Usually I get home from work. I hug Steve. It means I'm on the verge of tears for no good reason. <laughs> I'm, ha- I'm disassociating from the world. 
and then I usually will slam down some twisted teas, followed by lots of puff bar hitting, mm-hmm. um, and then lots of video games. Okay. Okay. Dope. Okay. And your favorite money-saving hacks? I don't save money. Oh, you just spend it. Yes, I make more than I know what to do with. <gasps> just kidding, I'm not that loaded. What? Unless... Unless you want to see my Louie. <laughs> I don't know. I just don't say money. I'm sorry. God. Okay. Here's a good one. What makes you really angry? Oh my God. Everything. <laughs> Loud chewing, heavy breathing. Um, <laughs> um, people who stomp really hard when they fucking walk. <laughs> um, just when people look at me, God. <laughs> I mean, can we ask me what I do like, please? Okay, okay. Okay, what do you like? What do you like? Yeah. Let's hear it. When people compliment me. <laughs> I'm waiting. Love the mustache. Bitch, that was petty. No, I'm serious. <sighs> okay, whatever. Um, what else do I like? Um, uh, my cats. Um, uh, money. Okay, guys, so the last two episodes, Hannah talked about her breakup, and then I talked about mine. This is going to be the third part of the breakup saga. Today, we're sitting here with our drunk therapist. He is going to go into the depths of our breakup. What could we have done to change it? What do you have to say, Dr. Ryan? Ryan? That's the best name you could give (laughs) me? Okay, so first question. Mm -hmm. Right now, it's happening. So you better get ready to fucking cry. Oh, okay. We're ready. Okay, look me in the eyes and promise me that you're fucking ready. I'm ready. Okay, good. So my first question is, when did you know that the relationship was dead? <laughs> oh, boy. Um, I knew it was dead when he would come over and, like, see me and wouldn't kiss me. Wouldn't, like, he would walk in the house and then be like, hey, and then go straight, like, to a different room. And it was just like like blank stare, like no emotion, kind of like, mm, yeah, I'm kind of sick of you. And I was like, oh, okay. So if he was doing that, that means that you secretly were okay with it because you didn't stop it, did you? But I did because I talked to him and I said, hey, you know, like I'm noticing like this something's off, like what's going on? And he said, well, there's just a lot going on and I'm just, just kind of going through like thinking things in my head. And That's I was like, okay, freaking it's always the safe answer. It's always something. Always something. Such a bullshit answer. He was fucking someone else. No. <laughs> no. I hope not. I don't think he would do that. I don't think he would do that. Okay. Okay, go ahead. Yeah, go ahead, buddy. <laughs> it would definitely make the breakup easier, don't you think? If he yes. cheated? Yeah. Exactly. Yes. We want men to cheat in 2021. Okay. There you go, everybody. If you're not cheating, you're not trying hard enough. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, blonde. (laughs) So, same goes for you. How do you know the relationship was dead? Um, Kind of the same thing that Hannah said, but um, it was more so... Obviously, he worked out of town during the week, so... I didn't see him a lot 
he used to get so excited to come home after not seeing me all week and want to spend time with me. But then it got to a point where he was out of town all the time and then he would come home and he would find work to do with his buddies on the weekend. So I also wouldn't see him on the weekend. Um, we wouldn't cuddle. I remember I took him out bowling for his birthday and all of his friends were there. And anytime I would sit beside him, he would go to the up other side of the couch. Um, yeah, like it, it was things like that. Like I, and then eventually when your significant other stops trying and you can tell like there's that very noticeable distance, it made me distant. And I started to not want to be that lovey. I didn't want to go do dates. I just didn't want to try because you know, you kind of match the energy that you were given. You know what I'm saying? Fair enough. So would you say that you fell apart or would you say that he fell apart? Do you think it was equal on both sides? No, no. And that's not even me being cocky in the relationship. I can, the one thing that I can say is I 120% gave this relationship my all. Um, and I feel like he can probably even say the same thing. Yes, I did distant when he started to, but who wants to try for someone that isn't trying for you? I feel like he fell apart and I did it. And maybe that's, maybe that's controversial and maybe that's whatever, but I don't feel like I fell apart now. So is there a piece of you that wishes that maybe you tried a little bit less, you know, Um, match that energy? Yeah. And maybe to, I don't know if it's out of pettiness or yeah, I feel like I have a really, really bad tendency of, I mean, Hannah kind of talked about this, of being super, super loyal, even when it's not necessary or when it's not called for, or maybe when that person doesn't necessarily deserve it. But when you meet somebody and they give you their all in the beginning, and even for most of your relationship, that's something that you hold on to for a lot of the relationship. And I, um, yeah, I wish I would have matched his energy like to a T. I wish I wouldn't have continued to try even like a little bit. Um, yeah, honestly, because I'm the one that was getting the shit end of the stick. So. I know. I'm always right. <laughs> <laughs> so would you say that towards the end or at any point, when do you remember that like the flirting and physicality kind of came to a halt? Because no offense, that's kind of a good sign that she's not that into you anymore. <laughs> he thinks I'm ugly. No, just kidding. Uh, oh. Um, I would say... The last time I really, like, kissed somebody or, like, really got a good, like, like a grasp of somebody. Or, like, butterflies, like, during yes, the kiss. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Probably. And, like, no offense to the relationship or to him at anything. Full but... offense. It's okay. <laughs> you're broken up. Okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> but I haven't, like, actually kissed somebody for, like, four months. Like, with intent. Like, yeah. with, like, oh, my God, I'm into you. Yes. Like, mm-hmm. like I mean, it would be, like, a passing by, like, oh, okay, like, see ya, like, but it was never, like, a, oh, my gosh, like, I'm so in love with you right now. Like, I just want to fully embrace you and just, like, take you in. And mm-hmm. how long were you together? Uh, it would have been two years next month. No, in June. Yeah, July? that's certainly too soon to already be, like, mm, mm-hmm. it's yeah. fine. Because it's, like, how do these married couples, like, the husbands will still, like, want to dance with them in the kitchen and, like. Oh, uh, oh, sorry. Can't relate. I still get butterflies. I can't help it. 
we're over here like, mm, hello? Yeah. What's a butterfly? What's a butterfly? What do them babies feel like? I haven't felt one in a while. <laughs> okay. You got something to say? No, say I it. blanked out. I'm drunk. <laughs> you're like dead behind the eyes. That's why you're a great drunk therapist. I know. You just have to let me listen. I'm not going to say anything back. I'm just going to let you fucking rant about your life. Okay. Do you have a question for me? Oh, um, well, Jenna. Okay. So this is for both of you. So I want you to take turns here. Be nice. No cat fights. Okay. Um, but what was the stake in the coffin? What was the big dump on the grave? What was the breakup? Why did it happen? I need to know. I just want to pause for a second, but dump on the grave really got me. Who's dumping on some graves? Also, <laughs> uh, interjection. I took Montana, my little dog, up to see my grandma's grave, and she pooped on, not like on someone, but just like in the graveyard. I'm still laughing. Lost because I thought you said erection and I said, like, What the fuck? <laughs> no, didn't I for sure didn't. Do you no. want to go first? You good. Okay. So, as we know, when you get like into like a serious relationship that you see going somewhere, you're going to have like family time with his family, with your family, with whoever's family. And so, you. If you're one to, wanting to stay with him for long term, like for the end of time, we'll say, then you want to like have good family ties with his family as well as like wanting because him to have... Because their family essentially becomes your family exactly. and vice versa. Yeah. Exactly. And so I really had a good relationship with his family as a whole, but there was a one specific person who has a huge impact on his life. And it, it would have been different, I think, if, if maybe it wasn't his mom and if it was like maybe his aunt or like someone not like you can just kind of like shove off to the side but like if if their mom doesn't like you that's a pretty big deal like mm-hmm. that's pretty hard to take and so I wasn't going to be that girl who was like it's either you I'm sorry it's either me or your mom mm-hmm. and I just like that's that's too much because yeah. that's not fair mm-hmm. and so I just kind of took a step back and was like listen I don't know why she doesn't like me or like what the disconnect is there, but I'm not going to and I can't continue on like this if your mom literally doesn't like me and but I don't know the reason and she won't say the reason. So I, it's something that I can work on. So bye. I mean, that's accurate because we've all been there. I definitely used to have the mentality of like, I'm not in a relationship with your mom. I'm not sleeping with your mom. I don't really care about your mom. But guess what? At the end of the day, if the mother doesn't like you, you will always be stomped to the fucking curb. It's so true. Mm-hmm. Okay, so my reasoning here. Um, so it's kind of like a, it's kind of opposite of Hannah. It's it's weird because my family loved my ex-boyfriend. I loved his family. I mean, like they felt like they were my family. Um And honestly, the breakup is still very unclear to me, um, which is okay. You know, like if you're going through a breakup right now and you're, you don't need like a definite reason you, like I said before, you don't need something necessarily to be so crazy, bad or wrong for the relationship to end. Sometimes it just ends. Um, but I would say it was a matter of, I don't even want to say right person, wrong time, because I, I personally don't believe in that. I feel like 
it's the right person when it's the right time. Like there's no wrong person, right time thing, because if, if they were right, it would be right. That would be like chapter closed and like end of the story. That's who you're with forever. Um, so I, it wasn't right person, wrong time. Apparently, apparently it was just the wrong person and the wrong time. Oh, that was good. God damn. I am actually really fucking depressed now. But. Buzzkill. But I will say, um, I still respect him. You know, whatever. It wasn't like we had a bad blood breakup. Um, I, I don't know the rhyme or reason. I do know that he, it was a lot of him telling me that it was things that he needs to work on, which I do believe. Like, no one knows our relationship like we did. Um, so at the end of the day, it was just one of those things where it didn't have to be nasty. He didn't have to cheat on me. It didn't have to be this toxic relationship. It just ended. We just outgrew each other. That is it. End of the day. And that's okay. If you feel like that, or your relationship is like that, don't wait for something to be wrong or like tragic because you're going to put yourself through a lot of heartache waiting for that to just leave the person when you could have left however long ago and been healing. You know what I mean? Crickets. Applause. Thank you. That was a good answer. Thank you. That is the end of the drunk therapist. 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 (laughs) Okay, so as my girl, Billie Eilish, once said, what do we see for my future? Good question. Mm-hmm. We're pondering. We're pondering. We are blank. Girls, you have to know this. I know, but we don't. Our future just ended. <laughs> what, what we thought was our future. I'm not Raven Baxter. <laughs> okay, so I guess my question is then, what do you foresee in the next couple months and then the next couple years? So do you see flings? Do you see yourself just... No, there will be flings. Oh, okay. yes, there will. There's going to be flings. Like, come on now. Like, you have to go through some flings and dates that are not fun um, if, before you find the one that you're going to end up being with, whatever. You know, whether that's long term or maybe they're not the one. I don't know. I don't even know at this point. Okay. I don't know what's, I don't know what's, what is love? Baby, don't hurt me. No don't more. hurt me. No, no more. more. That's how I feel. No more. Yeah, that was harm. That was harmony. Was it? Yeah, so I would say um, as far as the future, um, have you guys ever had a bad date? Like, what's like a bad date for you? Because I have one, and you're going to think this is weird, and maybe it's not classified as an actual bad date, but like, I have an idea. You have one? Okay, let me hear it. Yeah, okay, so you know him. Um, we went to high school together. I told you, you were like, I feel like I already know. With him. I already know who you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. So we were like friends in high school, and he always, I, I guess not he always, but like, I always thought he had a thing for me. turns out he did tell me he did have a thing for me. Mm -hmm. And so we ended up being both single at the same time. And he was like, hey, like, let's go to dinner and a movie or whatever. I said, okay, cool. Like, why not? And we went, I don't even know what movie it was. I was too focused on how, like, awkward the whole situation was. Movies are not a good first date. Okay, I'm just going to say that. You want to talk on the first date. If a guy is like, let's go to a movie. No. It means they have no personality. They have a tiny ween and they don't know how to use it. Mm Mm-hmm. So don't go to a movie because that's exactly what that means. I'll tell you right now, my first date, movie, went to B-dubs. We ended up talking about our exes for about a whole hour. <laughs> Should have known then, ended up being with them for three years. So we what, learned. So what was so bad about this date? Like, was that like the gist of it? Like, it was just awkward or was like there more? 
So there's more. And I guess there's like an after date segment too. So we went to the movie, whatever. It was awkward. And then we left and we were in his truck. And like, so he lives probably like 10 minutes away from where I was living at the time. And we were driving and he pulls off like this back road. And he's like, I got to show you something. And instantly I'm thinking like, I'm going to die. Yeah. I'm like, this is going to show me a knife in my throat. Exactly. (laughs) And so we pull over to like, to like this back road and he pulls into the, okay. So he pulled in like a little like parking like gravel parking lot with like a, a ran down garage shed thing and he's like here let's get out and let's go for a walk okay. mind you it's 9 30 like pitch black and we're walking through the woods he just wanted to pin you up against a tree i want to ask why you said yes <laughs> well probably should have should have thought a little bit more but i didn't i mean it was all it's making a good story though and so, I mean, kind of. <laughs> and so we're walking through the woods and he like stops me on like, there was like a little like, like creek, like a bridge. He drowns you. Yeah. I, I wish. <laughs> but, and, <laughs> and so he stops me on the bridge. He's like, you got to see this. And instantly I'm like, is, the, is he trying to kiss me? Like, is he like, oh, you got, I got to show you something. It's my lips on your lips. And I instantly said, no, like I, no. He, wait, 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 backtrack, back, wait, backtrack. He said, yeah. My lips on your lips? No, no, no. Oh. I, like, in my brain, I was like, please don't kiss me. I like, literally he thought, I thought, I thought what you were getting at there was he was like, I need to show you something. You, your lips on my lips. And I said, oh, no, 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 no. no, no. no. <laughs> and so I was just like, no, like, I don't, I don't want to see it. He goes, okay. I'm well, like, I'll just go home. And he's like, okay, yeah, like, I'll take you home. What, wait, what was he going to show you? I have no idea. His I didn't penis? Say to find out. I hope not. If we know what he was going to show you. Men only think about one thing. True. He's going to show you a penis or a knife. I'm actually really sad, though. You really shot that man down. I did. My man. I did. Heartbreaker over here. Anyway, so the after date. So we, like like I said, we went to high school together. We were friends and everything. But, but, um, so we go on this date. <laughs> Sorry, my cat's taking a massive <laughs> shit right now. <laughs> Anyway, regroup. Back to the program. (laughs) Yeah, back to your regularly scheduled program. Okay, (laughs) so then we go on one date. Like, we were friends in high school, but we went on one singular date, and he texts me the next day, like, a five-sentence paragraph, like, thesis statement and all. And I was like, (laughs) uh, talking about how... He had so much fun, and he thinks we just really vibed, and and he thinks that there's a future with us. And I was like... We sat through a two and a half hour movie, and then you took me to the woods the to woods. show me your penis, <laughs> where I didn't even show you what you wanted me to show. Exactly. Oh, that wasn't a real fucking sentence. What do you mean exactly? So it, he wanted me to go and like and like see something, but I shot him down before I could see it. So like I, I guess I. Do you ever wonder what him. it was? Yeah, honestly. Should I text him? Do you know what? <laughs> do you know what it probably was? I mean, it was probably him. Kissing you. Yeah, that's, like, that's, that's my That's thought. a classic move. And you're like, no. So the vibes were so off that you were like, I don't want to kiss him. Yeah. I've been there. Actually, that leads me right into my horrible date. Perfect. And you're And you're going to be very uh, confused because it sounds like a really good date. But you know when you go on dates post-breakup and it's like no matter how great the guy is, it's like you just don't vibe with the date because it's too soon or they're like overly lovey and you're just like, oh my God, this thing's like PTSD for me. I can't do this. It feels like a relationship. So I don't even really remember this guy's name to be honest with you. This was like five years ago. It was after my first ever like real heartbreak. And um, basically 
this guy, we talked on Instagram and I looked at his, you know, his post. He was really, really cute. And then he was like, okay, like I'll take you out. I mean, I think we went to Red Lobster or something. We met, we met at like a gas station. I, so we met at a gas station. Okay. Cause he lived in Zanesville at the time, Zanesville, Ohio, and I lived in Cambridge. So like 30 minute drive. So we met at this gas station that was kind of like in the middle. And, um, from there I opened up his car. I opened up the car door. And you opened your own fucking door. Okay, first of all, does anyone smell that cat poop? Yeah. That's I, why I opened the door. I was like, we gotta air this out. That's so bad. Okay, back to the schedule program. <laughs> um, so I opened the door and he has roses for me. This is the first date. And you're thinking, wow, that's really cute. But I was so like repulsed and turned off by men at that point that I was like, did he really get me freaking flowers? Like, that's disgusting. I was like, so turned off by it. And then we went to Red Lobster. He talked my ear off the whole entire time. He complimented me the entire time. Like, that sounds beautiful, right? Like, well, girl, all these girls are like, hey, girl, what's wrong with this date? And then um, at the end of the date, you know, he get, he walked me over to my car, opened my door for me. You know, the, the classic, you hug them and then you go in for the kiss move. That's classic, okay? He hugged me and then he went to kiss me and I swerved my head over. No, you didn't. 100% swerved. <laughs> <laughs> And then I, I still continue to hug him because, you know, when you're in that awkward moment and it's like, what do you do? So then he tried again, swerve to the left, swerve to the right. Wasn't, couldn't do it. And he was like, I said, hey, like, I just am not, I don't, I'm not ready for that, you know, whatever. And he's like, okay, I understand. So we went on a date again the next weekend because I was like, he's really sweet. Maybe I'm just being weird. And, um... He had this little air, for our first date, he had this little air freshener. You know the scent, mahogany, teakwood? Mm-hmm. That's the first time I ever had smelled that at, at that point in my life. And he had, his whole car smelled like that because he had one of those little air fresheners. And I was like, oh my God, that smells so good. And I like kept talking about it during the date, probably just trying to fill up the, the air because it was awkward. And so our second date, he went to Bath and Body Works and bought me one of those. So thoughtful, right? So cute. I wanted to puke in my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Not at all. You didn't even know this man. He's trying too hard. He was trying too hard at the time, yeah. But was he? Like, that's what some girls want. And I think at that point, I maybe I was, like, attracted to dickheads, which I kind of slightly still am. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <And> <laughs> it really hasn't changed five years later. And um, so I was like, oh, my God, how cute. Like, get this away from me. And um, so then we went to this pond to feed ducks once again. How cute is that? No, so, it's not fucking cute at all. <laughs> Doug shit everywhere. <laughs> but it was it, it was thoughtful. Like he had planned the date out. He was very thoughtful. He would text me like the cutest messages. Like he was so sweet. But it was almost like too much at that point. I wanted someone just to be. I don't know what I wanted. I wasn't ready for a, a relationship. And we once again, I was about to leave the pond, and he hug, came in for the hug. <laughs> and, <laughs> hug. <laughs> and he came in. For for the kiss again came in for the kill i literally was like a boxer to the left to the right to, again? again oh my god so then this guy probably still thinks about you and like cries oh, at he night. blocked me i'm blocked oh okay i really <laughs> hurt his feelings so <laughs> so basically from there um he we went back to the gas station once again the same one we had met at and i opened the door and i was just really straightforward i said hey like I'm just not ready for this. He's like, I understand. You know, I just really, really like you. And then he blocked me because I apparently really hurt his feelings. And it sounds like a great date, but it was just a bad date in my mind. I've had other bad dates, but we're not going to discuss those on the podcast. (laughs) 
everything about it sounds fucking miserable. I'm not going to lie. I thought it sounded good. Like, when I say it back to myself, it sounds like a great date. But, like, it makes sense that if you are fresh out of a relationship, you don't want someone to be like, oh, my gosh, look no. at you here. I like, don't want a stage 10 no. clinger. But then again, it's like I just wasn't ready for a relationship because if I was ready, I would probably really appreciate that. Right. So I, I was probably just going on a date way too soon before I was ready. Um, but, yeah, I've he blocked me. And speaking of getting blocked, I have another story. Are you guys ready for this? Yes. <laughs> okay. So, um I do personal training and nutrition now. If you didn't know that, that's just what I do. And I posted something on my story the other day, and I said um, I posted about a challenge that I'm doing. And I've had guys message me before. It's not weird. I've had guys not flirt with me. They're, like, genuinely interested in what I have to say. And this guy said, interested. I said, okay, cool. He wasn't flirting. He's straight to the point. He's interested. I said, okay, cool. What is your email? Gives me the email. I said, okay, um, I will send you documents over tomorrow. And he said, okay, can we text instead of DM? Didn't find that weird either because I have a lot of women that would rather text me or call me than DM me. So I was like, sure, we can text. Here's my number. And he was like, okay, cool. Didn't give me any flirty vibes at all. So then he texts me and says, so you're going to put some weight on me, huh? With a winky face. I said, so you think you're going to slide in here and flirt with me, huh? And he basically was like, no, like I, I didn't mean it like that. And was like, no, I'm genuinely like interested in your help. I said, okay, cool. So then the next day he texts me, hey, I didn't reply to be honest with you because I had weird vibes from him. I don't want to work with someone in a professional way that is going to flirt with me or whatever. And then he said, damn. And then he said, I promise I'm not trying to be weird. Well, it's like too late, buddy. You're already being weird. And I said, hey, sorry, I've been super busy all day, which I, I I did. I was. I didn't even see his message until like 10 p.m., to be honest with you. And he goes, no offense, but I have to laugh out loud when people say that. I said, say what? That I've been busy? This dude goes, you're getting mad and you haven't let me speak. Uh, I said, what? Uh, excuse you, buddy. And I said, go ahead with a smiley face, like so passive aggressive. I'm like, go ahead. What do you got to say? Because I swear to God, I'll knock your teeth out of your throat. <laughs> and he goes... Like, I get it if you're interested. Yeah, I think you're fine as wine, but I have the right intentions. And for you to tell someone that you've been super busy when I'm busier than hell, actually busier than you. Yep. Then it makes me feel like you care more about money than you actually do supporting me. I don't really need someone to motivate me to get to the gym when I live there every morning at 5 a.m. That's not cocky. That's just the honest truth. Why I just- the fuck are you asking for help, bitch? <laughs> I just need to eat more because sometimes I work my life away and I was curious if you could help. I basically said, hey, I totally get how you feel like that. Like about, you know, I don't want you to think that's just about money. I gave him a rundown of my entire day. I said, I also just got broken up with. I'm not trying to make you feel bad, but I'm taking a step away from my phone a little bit. And um, he goes, I'm sorry to hear that. Pretty much all he said. And I said, hey, it's okay. I wasn't trying to make you feel like bad about anything or whatever. I said, I will send you the documents tomorrow. And he goes, if anyone's going through a rough patch, it's me, but thanks. He goes, you're kind of adorable, but I could... No, listen, 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 listen. You're kind of adorable, but I could never set your heart on fire. Oh, my God. <laughs> I hate men. Ew. I literally hate that? them. And then I said, uh, like, what? And he goes, sorry, I hope you know what I mean by that. Ha, ha. No, I don't know what you mean by that. Set my heart on fire. I want to set you on fire. <laughs> <laughs> 
Men are so fucking whiny. It's always boo-hoo, I work so hard. Boo-hoo, I'm dirty. Boo-hoo, my balls smell like sweat. Boo-hoo. <laughs> and he's, then he goes, yeah, I like to flirt. Maybe one day with a fingers crossed emoji. Talk to you tomorrow. So then um, he goes, hope you had a great day. Just checking in. Sorry to be annoyed. Like blowing my phone up, basically. Ew. And I sent him a message and said, hey, look, I think the way the initial conversation went once flirting was involved dropped all professional aspects of it for me. Um, it's something that I don't really stand by when I'm going to be personal training. I don't want to be hit on the entire time I'm helping somebody. And he just said, you are disgusting if you think I had the wrong intentions. And then he blocked me. What intentions were those? Because I'm a little confused. Like you 100% messaged me because you wanted to set my heart on fire and tell me I'm fine as wine and adorable. Like, Like, come on. Okay, so if he's talking about it, like, later on in the messages about, like, fingers crossed maybe one day, then yes, he 100% meant what he said with the putting weight on him. That is straight up gaslighting right there. Exactly. Like, I was like, um... Yeah, you did have wrong intentions. Like, you wanted, like, yeah, so that ticked me off. I was like, that's super annoying, whatever. But yeah, so, um, and his his name in my phone is Weird Fucker from Instagram. <laughs> Very fitting. Love yeah. that. Gaslighter from Instagram. So, Ryan, so I want you to tell everyone about that, that situation in Walmart. I don't want to get too much details because this is your story, but you know what I'm saying. So the most annoying thing about living in the fucking small town in the middle of nowhere with all these bigoted, old, creepy men is the worst part is they're all closeted. Let me be real with you. There's way more fucking gays than you think there are here in this town. And I'm going to tell you right now, they're all over the age of 60, maybe 50. I'll, I'll give them some credit. They just look old because in this town, mm, there's been a little bit of drugs involved. Um, but at any rate, the worst thing ever is when you're just trying to walk into the grocery store, right? You're trying to buy your alcohol. You're trying to just have a good time. You're trying to vibe. You're trying to chill. Well, the worst thing on earth is when you can't even help it. A man just has to go ahead and go out of his way to say like, hey, having a good day? Bitch, what? I don't know you. Okay. (laughs) Um, But at any rate, they just love to tell you about their sexual fantasies. And it's like, really? So you were told about a sexual fantasy in Walmart. Yes. Oh and my he's God. Try- right. And he's trying to make it sound like he's kind of straight, right? Okay, like he right. tells me about how like, oh, you know how like that girl over there has a big old ass? And I'm like, what? <laughs> and it's like you can you get you get the vibes, sir. You get the vibes. Like I'm not I'm not interested in that big old donk. Okay? Okay. Um, but at any rate, goes on to say, like, you know, those are what I call those spinner girls. Like hop them on your dick and just spin them around. Oh my god. Excuse me, sir, but I think you want to spin me around. <laughs> it's hard being a gay man in America. <laughs> in Guernsey County, you mean? I don't know. I get hit on every single day by old men. It's kind of flattering, though. Ryan, I want to dive into this because this is kind of what we're going to, the topic we're going to stay on for the rest of the podcast for the next 30 minutes here. Cause I have a lot of questions about this. I know Hannah has a question, a lot of questions about this. We are ready to dive into this shit. I know from being your, one of your best friends that you have been in a love triangle. That I have. And they don't always end beautifully or they, or they might, or the way they should end. If you want my honest take, I don't think that they ever end well. One person is always going to get hurt. 
Okay. Yeah. So can you give us a little bit like a backstory? Cause I know Hannah doesn't know about your love triangle, like in the depth that I do. So if you were explaining this to someone that has no idea from, from start to fit to kind of where we are now of, of everything. Okay. How did this start? So me and my ex decided that something fun, which when I say we, it, it was me. Um, <laughs> because I was over the relationship within less than a year. Um, however, I left my entire life behind, um, completely changed it. So I had no choice but to hold on to this, uh, this, uh, train wreck of a relationship. Um, <clears throat> sorry, my throat's still numb because Jenna put analese down my fucking throat. <laughs> <sighs> okay. So. <laughs> the fact that you just said that. You know what? I'm going to own it. It's for hemorrhoids. Or is it? We don't know. No, it's for taking it in no. the back door. No, it is not. Okay. Um, so at any rate, I had this idea. I won't even say we. Me and my ex did not have this as a collective. I had been mentioning it for over a year to make sure it would be a thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I decided that it would be super fucking fun if we had a threesome. Um, so I told him, since I wanted the threesome, he had to choose the partner. Right. Little did I know that he would just accidentally choose a partner who had, had had the hots for me. Um, and, you know, one thing led to another. We set the date, and then that date just happened to be on the third year anniversary. Threes, threes, threes oh. all around. Um, so we have the threesome. I felt like an absolute disgusting cum dump. I was just thrown from penis to penis. Sorry if it's too raunchy. I'm sorry, Hannah's mother. I'm sorry, Jenna's mother. Even though I know Jenna's mother loves me. She gave me advice on this situation, actually. Um, But at any rate, I was just kind of thrown back and forth. It actually wasn't that exciting at all. Protection, I didn't know what she was. (laughs) I was on my way home from work, FaceTiming all of my friends, my own mom. Like, I was scared. I didn't know what I was going to do. I walk into my own apartment feeling like a stranger in my own home because I paid for everything because my ex was absolute garbage. Um, At any rate, as soon as I walk through the door, I go directly upstairs, directly into the bathroom and say, sorry, I've got a shower. I've been at work all day. You know, because we worked at Aldi. And we sweat a lot there. Even though some men would find that kind of hot, I still was, it was an excuse to kind of step away for a little bit longer um, as my ex, which would have been current boyfriend, was laying in bed with my new boyfriend, which would, I guess, in a way be current boyfriend. (laughs) It'll make sense in a moment. (laughs) Yeah. So they're just kind of just laying there, which is like awkward. I'm walking to my own home and he's already here. And so I go upstairs. I'm like, okay, I'm going to take a shower. I get in the shower the whole time. I purposely take like an extra long shower. I'm trying to think about what I'm going to do. I bought condoms that weren't not used because I left them in my car because I thought that that would be like, I don't know, childish to be like, oh, let's be protected from STDs or something. Um, And then I was embarrassed that I even bought them. So I just decided to leave them in the car, in the trunk. Um, At any rate... I clean off my body. I'm like, oh my God. Like, I've never really been, like, fucked in the ass. Like, let's be real. Like, I mean, my ex's penis was small. So, I mean, you didn't really feel it. Um, So, I was a little bit nervous. I was like, oh no, what if this one's big? Like, what if it hurts? But, like, isn't that kind of the goal? Like, isn't that why you do it? Um, But at any rate, I come out of the shower. And I purposely put my clothes back on thinking that, Maybe I shouldn't just come out naked right away. Like, maybe that's too much. 
So I lay in bed awkwardly. We're all three there. Like my ex is in the center. I'm on the right side. My new boyfriend is on the left side. And we're just kind of laying there in silence. Like it's absolutely the worst thing ever. In which case then my ex had the idea like, let's just start making out. So then it was this weird thing where like he was making out with like the threesome partner, AKA my new boyfriend. Um, and then he would turn and make out with me. And the next thing you know, there was like pants starting to be pulled off of each other. And the next thing you know, there's like me being thrown back and forth between two men. Um, actually not fun at all. Um, but then the threesome partner just happened to stay around for like literally four hours. And we all just sat around talking, laying on my bed. Then he left. And then the next day was his graduation day because he's a nurse. And so then I had the fun idea like, oh, like even though you work tonight to my ex because he worked night shift um, at fucking Denny's. Don't get me started. <laughs> Literally, wow, you're contributing so much to this relationship. Um, you know, flipping pancakes or whatever he was doing. Uh, <laughs> but I was like, hey, like... Wouldn't it be kind of fun if I gave, like, our new, like, three-way partner, like, a graduation present? So then he came over night two. And then next thing you know, third night, I didn't ask for permission. I just assumed it was allowed. So third night, he comes over alone. And that's the night that he literally was, like, staring me deep in the eyes as he's, you know, jackhammering away. Um, and that's when then on fourth day, I'm texting him at work. And I'm like, wow, I'm texting more than my current boyfriend. Like, and I'm like, you know what? Moving forward, you're not allowed to look me in the eyes anymore. Meanwhile, let's remind you all that we were never supposed to meet this boy again. So, obviously, rules are already being broken. Um, so, I'm texting him, and I'm like, you're not allowed to look me in the eyes again. Like, you're making me feel a certain type of way. And I could already tell because he was like a nurse that clearly more of a man than my ex. Um... <laughs> So then, I mean, it just became literally nightly for over a month. Sometimes my ex was there and we would just like play Mario Kart, but then my ex would go to bed and then I would just get railed on the floor, you know, while he's asleep. Um, I mean, who, who doesn't? Um, and then we would all spoon in bed together. Um, and I remember one of the, like, the number one reasons I ended up with my like current boyfriend is because at night we go to get Pizza Hut together and my ex just stays home. And during like that ride, like I was holding his hand, I was like, wait, he's such a man. Like the fact that he can hold my hand and drive at the same time, like my expectations are low. <laughs> my ex was awful. He was a child. I was like, wow, I picture this for the rest of my life. But then we get home, we send my ex to go get a fan because the apartment is hot and sweaty. I wonder why. Um, and we would, we would find every reason possible to send him away. Like, oh, go get us tacos from Taco Bell. We're hungry. We've been drinking too much. Um, and as soon as he would leave, we'd be like, yes, let's get it on. He's gone. And then he would, you know, go to go pee and we'd start making out right away. You know, like it was just very like secretive and fun. Which and like I mean, sometimes secretive stuff is super fun. Oh it's my like, God. Yeah. The adrenaline rush better than anything. Yeah, it honestly is. Anything that's like low key is super fun. Yes. Or like if you feel like you're not supposed to be doing it, it's like, okay, okay let's do this let's again. Let's do it this 10 again. times over. Yeah. Yes, I would get off work. I'd be like, and you know, at Aldi, it was normal. Jenna would know this to stay over late. So I'd be like, oh, I got stuck. Like, oh my God. Little did he know, I purposely was fucking up the entire store so I could get out of there ASAP. Go to the Walmart parking lot, park next to the Tesla charging stations, and just make out for like an hour, and then be on the way home. Like, oh, 
I'm finally on the way home. Steven's gonna come over in an hour so we can play video games. AKA, I already got my fun. This isn't the fun. It's already been done. Um, but yeah, it was just like a super fun little fling type of deal for like a whole month. And then next thing you know, I finally had the conversation. I was breaking up with my ex. And then I got hit with the, well, you know, I'm on the lease. I'm not going anywhere yet. And let's just say that Ryan was shocked. Absolutely flabbergasted that he could not get rid of this man for the life of him. And then a year later, I was still sleeping. Oh, God, I'm going to fucking barf. Um, <laughs> still sleeping with my ex because he was willing to bottom. And I was like, oh, okay, like I can do something fun. I can feel like a man. Um, but then I got caught. And that's that's when the adrenaline rush is literally shot in the fucking face. And then I've been a good boy for over a year, so... Mm-hmm. Okay. So what are your questions? Oh man. I know it's a lot. So like I I kind of am a little bit jealous of not necessarily like the whole three relationship thing, but just the fact that like you you had two people who were both like fighting for you and like that's kinda that's kinda hot, honestly. Mm-hmm. Right. Like it was so much fun because like my ex was so unwilling to do certain things. If you can imagine the back door. Um, but at any rate, um, he was so unwilling to do those things until he realized that I was being, you know, kind of stolen from his grasp. And then it was so much fun for the last, like, week because he was willing to try any and everything to stop me from leaving him. And it's like, bitch, you're never going to be able to stop it because I've been wanting to leave you for two years. <laughs> okay, so I just have a question because I feel like this, I'm being, like, the realist here with this. Um, do you think there was a time during all of it? Like, do you feel like you chose the wrong person? Do you feel like, I don't know, it was all very abrupt. You were kind of like in the middle having fun and didn't really get to think through your emotions, you know? I mean, yeah, there was a lot of back and forth. It was bound to be messy because honestly, what I was really doing was kind of lining up a second person so that I didn't have to go through like an alone phase. Um, so it definitely got really messy because when I broke up with my ex, like I didn't really close everything out. It was just kind of like, we're done. It was kind of like a stab in the back. Like it was just a blind side. Um, so that's kind of why I, you know, I kind of bounced between the two a lot. My body count like fucking doubled, tripled, quadrupled within a month because I, I, I had this feeling of like, oh, I don't have to be locked down. Um, but yeah, I would definitely say that like, it it was just messy. I mean, there's not really any good answer other Mm -hmm. than it was just bound to be that way. So whenever people like judge me for it, I'm like, I mean, what did you expect? Like I literally had a threesome and then decided like, I'm going to jump to another person. Like it was like, I didn't even know like my current boyfriend really, but in my head I was like, oh, there's a connection, but I didn't really close anything out until like a year later when I got caught being like, I don't know a horny piece of shit, a typical man. Like, let's be real. Like, yes, I'm gay. And yes, I get along with like, you know, women, but at the same time, like I have a man's mentality. So it was kind of like, Ooh, I have these two men who are obsessed with me. Like I kind of got caught up in like, not like, I didn't really feel like I chose the wrong person, but I kind of felt like I should have closed things out because it, it left me in this weird limbo of like, let me just have both of them. And I had that mentality for a while. Like who cares about either of them? Because both of them are just kind of, like, insecure. And as narcissistic as that sounds, like, so was I. So it felt really nice to have two men obsessed with me. So I kind of took advantage of it. I was like, you know what? I'm not going to choose one. I'm just going to have both of them. Why not? Yeah. Okay. So as we close this out, you know, 
Hannah and I are obviously entering the hot girl summer single world. Do you have any like hopes for us or things for us that, you know, you think is really important for us to do before we get into a new relationship? And I don't just mean like raunchy. I just mean like just something, you know, we're, we're 23 years old. You know what I mean? I think it's really important for both of you just to kind of date around because that's something that I didn't really do because I, I honestly jumped from coming out at 18 to within two months of that, like literally like getting in my first like real relationship, dropping out of college to move in with them. And like, then I was with him for over three years and then I split up, got with my new boyfriend, um, which don't get me wrong, like it's worked out great, but I mean, it's definitely not going to work out that way for everybody. And I think that it would have helped me a lot to save all of the mess and drama. And like, I mean, you even know Jenna, like from my job, like it definitely affects like my career and everything. Um, because I was more focused on trying to find the one because I didn't even date around. Like, so my hopes and dreams for both of you are that you just kind of go on dates. Like you don't even have to get with somebody. It's, it's not even like an exclusivity thing. Like you just need to go on dates. Even if it's multiple men that you're texting at a time, like just get to know people. Right. Yeah. And do you think there's like a judgment around if you know let's say her and I were to snapchat multiple people or if we were to go on maybe a couple of dates you know every other week or something like that do you think that's something to be like frowned upon or do you think that's something that is necessary you know I mean it will be frowned upon to like people who know you because just unfortunately that's how it is like when women do it they're kind of labeled as like sluts they're whores they're just like playing with men's emotions but like let's be fair like clearly men are doing it whether they're in a relationship or not like men are just as bad they do the same thing and they're just kind of viewed as like oh they're a player oh they're so hot they're you know i don't know it's just like a lot because i mean there was like this interview that lady gaga did once and like she said she's like i'm a slut if i date multiple men and if i get to know people um and if i flirt However, a man's, like, a rock star. Like, he's got his groupies, and, like, that's just normal. Like, it's normal for men to have, like, women around their arms. I mean, so I don't think that it should be frowned upon. But, I mean, yeah, it is frowned upon for whatever reason, and we're literally in 2020. Like, come on. Why can't a woman be a rock star? Why can't she have men wrapped around their finger? I mean, and let's be real. Women have men wrapped around their finger. Men are weak. So weak. Yeah, so I don't know. My hopes for Hannah and I, we're going to obviously be talking. You're going to hear from us every single Tuesday, and we're going to talk about, you'll know where we're at. I'm sure we will discuss it, um, who we're talking to. I would like to for, for her and I to eventually kind of discuss some of our flings or like maybe a date that we go on, how it went. Like I want you guys to feel very, very um, involved involved in our life. Um I, that's just what I want because I want you to go along this journey with us. It's probably not going to be a beautiful journey, um, but it's going to be just something new for us. I hope for Hannah and I that the next guy we get slight feelings for, we don't just hop into our relationship. I hope we really, really kind of like sit it out, sit on the bench for a moment, collect our thoughts before hopping in, you know? Yeah. And honestly, my hopes are you for you as bad as it sounds as I hope it does get a little bit messy and that's not just for my entertainment as your best friend but also just because I think that that's oh god sorry I burped that's so manly of me um but at any rate I think that that's part of learning and I think that that's a big part of finding the one is being a little bit messy for a little bit um you know just having the fun like don't even focus on finding the one um it'll come along but I mean 
I mean, Hannah, you're 23, Jenna, you're what, 22, right? Yeah. So, I mean, literally, like, you're allowed to have some messy fun. You're allowed to have a hot girl summer. You're allowed to just fool around. Like, just go on some dates, have some drinks. Like, take advantage of it. Take advantage of being, you know, pretty girls in the middle of the summertime. Go to some bars. Get people to pay for your drinks. Why pay for shit? I mean, come on. Just take advantage of it. But be a little bit messy along the way. Have the fun that you need. Yes, my dad used to tell me all the time. He was like, okay, so you don't like them? You, you're getting a free meal out of it. Like, go get a free meal. If it if you happen to vibe and connect with that person, then great. You have a free meal and a connection. But if not, you at least have a free meal. It's one thing you didn't have to pay for. And also, like, as far as relationship goes, you don't always, like, every date or every, like, drink you go and get with someone doesn't have to be the next love of your life right doesn't have to be your husband and like you don't you even need to have to a, you don't even have to like view it like that like go into it being like i'm just trying to have a good time i'm not trying to get wiped up or into a relationship i'm literally going to see if there's a connection i'm not going to see if there's a relationship like i'm going to see if we just connect that's the first step like if you're going into it looking for a relationship that's your first fault like just go into it and like i'm saying this not because i always practice what i preach but i'm saying this so i'm, I'm almost like telling myself this right now so next date i go on is for a connection not for a relationship because lord knows i do not need one of those again right now right and even if it's there's no connection there at least have a fun night right i mean literally life is so short just have some fun right exactly you know what i'm saying you guys know oh 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 shit we've hit the red light special oh god oh god run oh no okay guys i am so thankful that we had ryan here um we <laughs> Obviously, we're kind of all over the place, but then again, it was it was a good little structured episode. There was some humor in there. Ryan is, of course, uh, vulgar, and that's why we love him, and it's funny. And I'm drunk. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, I am so glad that we had you here. I haven't seen you in forever. I'm so happy that Hannah is my co-host and that I'll have her f- here for the days that I'm creatively constipated and maybe she's not and vice versa um there will be episodes in the future honestly where it's probably just hannah um yeah so there's a lot of cool things to come for junk in the trunk in 2021 i actually made a podcast or not a podcast shit i actually made a snap or dang it actually (laughs) i made a tiktok today kind of plugging the podcast so um i'm really excited ryan i love you i'm glad that you were here now we're gonna go and probably get some taco bell of course, Hannah and I are driving. We haven't drank. So, Ryan, you're just going to chill in the back seat and we're going to go get some Taco Bell. That's what we do after these podcasts. Yeah, we- it's becoming quite the... The tradition. The, the the wait, wait, wait. Wait, wait. Wait, I'm about to bust. Are you being serious? <laughs> yeah. I'm never so excited. <laughs> Yes, we're going to go get Taco Bell. Guys, I, we will, okay, Hannah and I will see you guys next Tuesday. We cannot wait to talk to you about Lord knows what. We will spend the week literally taking notes and figuring out what our next episode is going to be because that's what we do all day at work when we're sitting there. Ryan, we love you. We are so glad that you were here. And I will see you. And I will see you. And I, I will, will see, see you. you. <laughs> what? I will see you, Biatch Biltukis, next Tuesday. Tuesday. <laughs>